My name is Tito Labine. This is the Impulse Show. And with me forever and always is the vascular, swole, and girthy Jeffrey Keeble. What up? What up? What's going on? Nothing much, man. How you doing? How's that workout going? Uh, this week has uh, started a little uh, slow. A little slow? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Why is that? Well, we got back from uh, Cannonsburg on uh, Sunday afternoon. Uh, then I, as soon as I got back, cause I only had a little time with my little guys. So then I ended up taking them to the center, to the community center. And then I worked out, uh, while they were playing, I worked out and then just haven't been feeling it the last two days. I tried working out yesterday. I did uh curls for the ladies and that that's all I could muster up yesterday. And then today I didn't even attempt to work out. I, and, well, and, will, and I ate like shit. <laughs> <laughs> we will get to that in a second. Also joining us, the pleasurable, the scintillating Lyle Keeble. Hello. What's up, Lyle? How's good looking going? Oh, man. You know, the usual, just beating off women. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> fighting uh, off the bitches. Fighting off everybody, real. Can, can, I, ask you, can I ask you a question, Lyle? Mm. What is up with you and... Uh, the wipes and keeping your phone clean and your glasses clean. Cause they get all greasy and slide around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I mean, how you're native doing, are you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <all> right. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you're doing it all the time. Yeah. It is, like constantly. Super, <laughs> super greasy. <laughs> you make yeah, one no, phone you're call. You're native without telling me. Yeah. You're native. You make one phone call, put it up to your face. Done for. Uh, it's like. <laughs> It's like every every fifteen minutes, this guy pulls out a fucking wet wipe, and he's like, "Look at, I can." <laughs> listeners can't see, but if you look at the glare on it, you can see it a little bit. I don't know. You see mine? <laughs> You'll know when you open up like the front facing camera, and you can't even see yourself because it's like all smudged yeah. up. You see how smudged up mine is? Yeah. See, that's what I don't like. <laughs> the glare, this all is oily. Like, this is like all Dude. weekends worth of shit. Got to put some Don soap on it, like they advertise. I kid you not. I have a stack of napkins at work just so I can grab them and like wipe my forehead and my nose throughout the day. <laughs> yeah. See, I wipe my nose a lot. Huh? Weird. And mainly cause so. I got glasses. <laughs> <laughs> so they just like slide down a little bit. <laughs> yeah. How native are you? <laughs> I know. Right. All greased out and shit. Yeah. <laughs> Googling how to not become greasy. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Oh, I did that, I did. man, when I was in college. Cause I was like, they call it the T zone, right? It's like your forehead and then your nose. Yep. God, it's so bad. Like, I have to like clean up my nose like once a week. You guys do that? Or is that just me? Like with the nose strips? No. So, like, what I'll do is I'll just like grab like, um, like paper towel and I'll just kind of squeeze my nose and um, I'll just like clean out all the gunk. I see what you're doing. Yeah. I used to use like the nose strips that go over and you let it sit for mm-hmm. a little bit and then take it off. 
Mm-mm. Those those weren't getting deep enough. <laughs> I need a deep cut. Like, uh, <laughs> he's like, I need. He's like, I need manpower. <laughs> you get all up in it. Rearrange my guts. No. <laughs> so Jeffrey, <laughs> what's going on with that workout, dudes? You've been eating like Dookie. You've been trying to do the curls for the girls, tries for the guys, and you're just not feeling it. What's up, man? You feeling sick? You got that COVID-22 or what? No, no, no. I think uh, it was a long weekend. And then uh, I picked up a few more clients at the races. And I think I just worn out a little bit. But mm-hmm. I'm not worn out to like where I'm not creative anymore, but I'm just like, I'm tired still. Yeah, only like, so many hours of the day. Well, not only that, though, too. It's like, um, yeah, yeah. The older I, I'm getting, like, uh, it's taking me longer to recover. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's it, a little stressful, too, trying to get, like, right, I got to at least get, like, 10 more videos done by Friday. Yeah. So I'm hoping my little brother will help me out. <laughs> no. <laughs> with, with the smaller, like, with the little one hitters. But well, um, one of the positive things of it too is it's a la- it was the last uh, snowcross race weekend. So I mean, yeah, dude, you, know, that, you got dude, that last little bit. Let's just send some stuff to Tito. Let him start editing. Yeah, crashes Mac Mini. <laughs> <laughs> send some red footage over, and just your computer just goes up in smoke. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Got to clear out my one terabyte. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but uh, but yeah, no. Um, the urge I I did break down today and had an energy drink. Um, oh man, I thought you were gonna say cry. I was gonna. Yeah, be like, I, oh, I, I did too. Oh, well, I did too. No, 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 no. Me too. Yeah, me too. I mean, never mind. Yeah, no, 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 yeah, no, 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 no. Energy no, drink. Yeah, 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 yeah. Same. Thing. Yeah, but uh, no, uh, just uh, and then on top of that, then um, I guess uh, Cassidy's little girl is on uh, spring break too. So, oh, okay. she's at home with me, bugging me like. Trying to play, no, <laughs> trying to work. And then we played cop for a little bit. And she was like, Jeffrey, can you do my hair? And like, can you do it this style? I'm like, I don't even know what the fuck that is. <laughs> so I had to Google it today. And then I was like, you want me to do that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. French braid my hair. You're like, Hawa. Yeah. Hawa. <laughs> but no, no. But other than that, it's just, uh, yeah, I think I'm just mentally exhausted right now. So, and then yeah. physically walking up and down that fucking ski hill. Like, I don't know what I was thinking. But uh, I thought the <laughs> I thought the track was gonna be like on the base of the ski hill, not on the ski hill. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so uh, yet, like no matter where you're going, you're always like walking up something. So, <laughs> but no good racing. Um, good footage. Um, we I tested the red out uh, in low light. So not particular happy with how it handles in a low light situation, but it does do the job. And, and, um, but yeah, other than that, it was a badass weekend besides the rain and the, and the, the rain and the snow and the cold. So yeah. Well aware. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well aware. Mm-hmm. Got, got a nice little, uh, attitude on Friday. Who? From you. Oh. <laughs> did, did he? Was I, I here I, for yes. that? No, it was on a snap. Oh, Oh, <laughs> oh, so right, I go to the gym four days, four days last week. Right. Oh, Crushed wow. it. Felt amazing. Sent a snap to, to two people, <laughs> two people. I sent it to, I sent it to JQ 
And I sent it to Jeffrey because it's like, okay, these are the guys that are that are, have been super supportive of me <laughs> going to the gym. Yep. JQ said, fuck yeah, man, get it. And Jeffrey goes, anybody can lay on the floor and take a picture. <laughs> Two different kind of friends. <laughs> yeah, he was like, right, bro, having a day? And I'm like, yes, I'm fucking outside in the fucking rain with my fucking $30,000 camera. <laughs> Climbing up and down this fucking hill. I'm not having it right now. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah, killing it. Yeah. And then the other one, just like, oh yeah, whatever. Anybody can lay it off. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. Oh, man. That's funny. I didn't even know about that. Then. No. Yeah, got pizza <laughs> then. Got me all sad. Uh, yeah, no, no. Good job, though. I'm proud of you. Can't. Uh, Thank you. It, I, I will tell you right now. I am too. I will tell you right now. ERX foot race. I'm training for it. I, that's what I've been doing. Like I got my, I got my new uh, workout regiment for agility and explosiveness. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. You, you think you think you're explosive and agile. You just wait. Well, I know I'm not. That's what I'm training. My sobriety is gone that day. Like basically we're axing out that day and freebie. Yeah. That day don't exist. Yeah. <laughs> After we're done no. shooting, it's fucking on. I, I uh, what'd I do? I bumped up my incline to six today oh, and then fuck. Uh, did, did a little bit of uh trotting on it. It was, it was pretty intense. It got to the point where like my leg, I was like, Oh, legs a little cold still. <laughs> oh, <wow>. that, <laughs> those, those, that incline is no joke. No man. We I no. I was uh me and my friend, our friend Eric Byers, were training for like a Red Bull like uphill climb, mm-hmm. and that that's all we did was like incline training. My legs were beat every single day. Yeah, I couldn't. Yeah, I go down, and uh, so I like on Monday and Thursday I'll just do like an hour of of incline and then on tuesday and friday i'll do like 45 of incline and then i'll move to the stair stepper for like 15 minutes yeah that's insane that's too Damn, much i'm i'm stair stepper for 15 and then i go work out and then i play basketball <laughs> i mean i'm not the incline for 45 fucking minutes though, yeah man but, that's insane that's yeah. what i'm saying i ran a mile with the incline up and i was like i'm i'm done i left the gym i didn't go i was like the stair step was right there i was like mm, nah i'll leave I think I've gotten to like two and a half miles, like not just like all running, but like walking and running. Yeah. Um, but I think two and a half is like it. And I'm trying to like obviously run more, but as I incline more, it's like really heavy on the legs. Yeah, that's that's an no joke, man. I remember doing that. Yeah, We'd run hills and everything too afterwards. And yeah, we're big guys too, so that's uh yeah, a feat in itself. <laughs> I'm trying to trying to still eat. A uh, little, little healthier, you know, during the week. I didn't eat too bad this weekend that my mom and sister came. I had like, you know, some breakfast and yeah. um, a couple pieces of pizza on like Saturday night, but like nothing too crazy. Yeah, no, we did decent. We ate at Gipper's. I didn't do decent. Yeah, no. Because we did decent. Yeah. We got there, <laughs> yeah, had, went to a bar, had, yeah. he had a mac and cheese, like big plate. <laughs> I ate like a quarter of it, not even. And then we had some donuts with Zach and Brody. We did. Then we had, uh, what is it? And fudge, then we had pizza. Fudge, fudge, and, <laughs> fudge and ice cream. 
We had pizza. Right. We had McDonald's. He go, I did all yeah. right. He's McChicken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, no. I, I uh, portionized everything. <laughs> I eat a lot though. Yeah. Just had bits and pieces. Yeah, I nitpicked. <laughs> Give me a bite of that. Maybe, maybe, that maybe that's why I'm not really motivated. <laughs> I just ate like shit. Just yeah, dude. Hey, like oh. so, I got my lab results back. Cause I was vitamin D uh, deficient. Mm-hmm. Bullshit. Still You're vitamin dark. D. Still vitamin D deficient. But instead of fifty thousand milligrams, I'm down to ten thousand. Isn't that hard to believe? Like he's yeah. deficient in that. Yeah, dude, you're fucking just dark. Yeah, Thank we're out. You. Our job is like outside. Like we, our job description is like, oh, we gotta work outside in action sports. Yeah, <laughs> it was at nine, uh, fourteen weeks ago, and it's at thirty today. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Old man, old man, oh, old, old man, old, old man. crispy looking Cause. man. I mean, you always look like a well done hamburger <laughs> during the <laughs> but during the summertime. So, uh, yeah, it looks like burnt steak, bro. Yeah, burnt hot dogs. Yeah. <laughs> this is how Something dark left the bacon in the oven yeah. too long. <laughs> this is how dark he is. He told Brody about the whole vitamin D thing, and then I he was showing like his tattoo. Like on his side of his leg, and Brody's like, "You're right." I was like, "I didn't. I don't even see that tattoo during the summer." He's like, "It blends right in." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, "I didn't even know you had that." Yeah. <laughs> I did that too. ink is black, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, I told him that too. I was like, "Yeah, I got a fucking tattoo on my leg that you can't even see during the summer." And I pulled up my leg. He was like, "Holy fuck, you have a tattoo?" <laughs> He's like, He's like, right. you're, <laughs> "He's like, you're wearing shorts all summer too." And he was like, "I didn't even notice it." <laughs> God, man, that's not fair. And like, my sister's dark too. And then there's me, you know what I mean? Looking like a, yeah. you and me are the same, like within looking that family. Like a pale face. Jeffrey, God, Presley, my mom, my dad, everybody gets dark, but I don't get as dark as they do. Yeah. It's, and the, and like, and I've had it a few times where like I'm like in places and someone's like, they'll look at me and they're like, are you Native American? I'm like, yeah, yeah, man. Sorry, I'm like really light, but yeah. And they're like, well, how much? Like, like 30? I'm like, bro, like 80. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, you should see my sister. <laughs> You're 100% Trimble bullshit. On. <laughs> bullshit, he goes. I, I did have it though, where there's a native strip. I mean, um, uh, woman who is, um, you know, I wanted to say like a native in the club that was like, like she looked at me and she's like, are you, are you Native American? And I was like, yeah. And she goes, oh, oh, me too. And like, I got closer and I was like, oh shit, you are. <laughs> I had to look past the titties. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I didn't realize you had a face. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh, that's why your name is Feather. Okay, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. Uh, but uh, but no, um, yes, no cross done, good for, and if yeah, no, it was a good season. It was uh, it was fun. Um, my my guy that I shoot for won the championship four times in a row. So, yeah, you know. Just uh, I played. Oh, moving on. I played your voice message you sent. Me <laughs> oh yeah, to like, to, <laughs> yeah. To like the group, and I was like, man, yeah. you guys were like leaving, and they were like, man, we got that all summer. <laughs> I was like, he's coming, man. 
<laughs> the storm's coming. Yeah. You guys are just getting a taste of it. Yeah. I'm like, oh man, Brody got a whole bunch of it last night. Yeah. They're like, what is that? Because <laughs> we're all sitting, we're, we were all sitting around the table editing, and I was like, oh, I got a voice uh, message from Tito. And I'm just like, fuck. T- <laughs> Zach was like, did he say it stinks? Yeah. <laughs> That's like, yeah. That like exactly what he said. Uh, oh, man. I'd sort of do that around Jay Landon. She was like, stop. Like, <laughs> every time I think to do it back, I'm always like around people. So I was like, yeah. oh, I can't do it. <laughs> I want to send one back all the time, but I'm always around. Trying to be professional. Yeah. I was like, you guys want to hear somebody moan? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All editing and just hear. Hmm? Hmm? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yep, that, that's coming, man. As like Snow Cross is done, we got, we're adding one more to the group. Be ready. Yep. <laughs> yep. What is it? April, May, dude. No, nah, nah man. Two couple, months? Couple weeks. We're going to be working in a couple. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Unless you want to come. Yeah, but no, a couple weeks and, uh, uh, Corey, Corey Winters down. Uh, I talked to Zach today, Zach Sikowski, mm-hmm. just because he's just down the road. Yeah. Um, talked to him. He's down for us to go in the shop. Keegan, Keegan's down. Uh, he's just now putting his Pro 2 back together. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Kyle said, um, give him a couple more weeks. till. Okay. So. And I figured okay. if um, we plan it out all right, I mean, it'll be a uh, one week's worth of shooting. Yeah. You know, if we just go down there for a couple hours, shoot, do this, that, and then hightail it out of there. So we get like shooting done throughout the week if we plan yeah. it good. So, no, I'm excited. I'm excited. Yeah, that'll be fun. <clears throat> now that we can use uh, two reds and everything, well, three reds in, gen- in theory. Three reds. Mm-hmm. You're back to using the red again. Yes, no rain either. Yeah, yep. no rain. The handle works. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm buying safety glasses for Crandon, by the way. Why? Oh man, we for, t- guess, for turn one. Yeah, <laughs> you're like your thing is like uh, like a known thing now. When we say we pulled a Tito out on the track. Oh yeah. <laughs> Like, 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 yeah, like, we all fucked up this week. Like Brody knows, Zach knows, everybody knows when we say, "Oh fuck, man, I pulled a Tito." Oh, <laughs> they were like, "Oh, so you recorded the sky and shit?" I was like, "Yep." <laughs> you're a pronoun, bro. Yeah. Oh, or no, you're. Uh, are, you, are you using my name as an insult? Not an insult, just a a teaching moment. Yeah. Oh, they got some awesome 4K snow. Yeah, <laughs> that's uh, exactly what it see, was. See, like, I, was uh, like, I messed up my shot uh, at the last, uh, at the podium on Saturday. And Elias was, like, walking, walking to get his medal and everything. And, mm-hmm. you know, he's waving to the crowd and he puts his hand up, like, like thankful. And, dude, yeah. I had that shit crispy, like, fucking... Focused, everything like focus following him and everything. And then I was like, oh, dude, I can't wait to use this. You know, I'm going to go, you know, just do a quick like three tier thing on, on the Instagram reels and, and be done. Yeah. Went to go look for that clip and all you see is my fucking boots. Yeah. <laughs> you, you whispering, oh, it's going to be so awesome. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's just so good. Yeah. I was like, fuck. I nailed this shot. Oh, so fucking good. Yeah. Oh, fucking nailed it. Fuck, man. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, see, that do two different perspectives there. As soon as the race was done, me and Zach looked at each other like, we're done. <laughs> like, we didn't even go to the podium. We're like, oh, Brody's up there. I was like, we, we're clocking out. <laughs> we're done. Uh, all right. Well, should we... Uh should we move on to our guests then? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Already. Yes, yes, yes. Hold on. I will, uh, I'll let them know. Let them know. Test. Already. Uh, and then, so I'll do our, uh, I'll do our ad read then. So did you tell her that, that when yeah. I call not to answer? Yes. All right. So I'm going to do our ad read then. All right. All right. <clears throat> Gentlemen, have you noticed that your shop looks like the armpit of your local homeless man? Have you noticed that it's maybe affecting how you present yourself in public or at the racetrack? Has the hanky-panky gone down? Well, we have a solution for that. Is it Viagra? Nah. What we have is even better. Northwood Blooms has the incredible ability to liven up your workshop or pit area. These wood flower arrangements last a lifetime. A lifetime. They're hypoallergenic flowers, so your wife, girlfriend, fiance, partner, crew chief won't have shit to complain about. Worried that they won't like the traditional colors? Northwood Blooms has you covered like Tito on a cake. They come in limitless styles and endless colors. King Kincaid put these bad boys in his pit area, and the dude now has three more kids. Check out how awesome these wooden flowers are on Instagram by following at Northwood Blooms. Shop for Mother's Day and prom on northwoodblooms.com and use the promo code impulse show for free shipping on your next order. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. Yeah, that, that, I like that. Oh, that was, thank you, Northwood Blooms. Yep. Love it. Thank you, Northwood Blooms. You're the best. Mm-hmm, I appreciate mm-hmm. the uh, ability to just kind of, you know, stay around forever. Stay never, around forever. And never leave. <clears throat> Hopefully next month. All righty. Um, <laughs> So, uh, can I introduce our next guest? Yes, you can. Alrighty. <clears throat> that introduction was brought by Northwood Blooms. Our next guest is quite the saucy firecracker. The first time our next guest was introduced into my life, she quickly became a drinking game. She had a certain phrase that would send our group of misfits into a beer chugging craze. A year or two later, I was fortunate enough to meet our next guest in person. And boy, did she make an impression in our brief meeting near the podium. I found out that she takes the game. The floor is lava very seriously and that she also wipes uh, back to front. But it turns out that there's so much more to her than I had imagined. Our next guest was the 2015 Miss Torque model winner, and she soon became a staple in the Midwest short course series with on and off track reporting. When she wasn't working in the off-road racing series, she was also making waves on the news channel in Detroit, as well as being an in-arena host for the Detroit Red Wings. But much like her margarita drinking habits, it doesn't stop there. She's reported at the Mint 400, King of the Hammers, and of course, the Red Bull Cup in Cranon, Wisconsin, hailing not far from 8 Mile and within the city limits of the Motor City from Detroit, Michigan, driver of the Red Jeep known as Lucifer. We have the one, we have the only, Tiffany Stone. <laughs> that was the best intro I think I've ever had. <laughs> What's up? Uh, nothing. I was like giggling yeah. the entire time about that. I, I think I just should hire you to be like my like 
wing person, my pump up person. Anytime I walk into a room, like you should just have a microphone and a boom box and just literally spit that entire <laughs> intro every single time. <laughs> just you two in that red Jeep. Yeah. <laughs> Showing up to an event. We yeah. could. And if now. I don't if I don't get that intro at Cranon this year for Labor Day, I'm gonna just be sorely upset. <laughs> They're just going to clip that and then add that onto like the TV show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she gets yeah. introduced on stage. He goes, and she wipes back to front. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, when I first clicked on, like I, you know, I was waiting for it. I'm listening to the intro that you guys are doing and stuff like, or the, uh, the, the um, commercial for the blooms and stuff. And I was already dying then, you know, like you're like, and Keegan Kincaid has this in his pit. And now he has three other children. <laughs> hey man, they're, they're proven baby makers, man. They liven it up and they make it happen. They do. And I mean, he, you know, Catherine was only pregnant twice and still had three kids. That <laughs> They'll make your shit potent. <laughs> oh, that was good. You're welcome. Oh, You're welcome. Man. Oh, my goodness. How are you gents doing? I'm <laughs> like, how's everyone going? <laughs> no, uh, I'm doing good over here in uh, Minneapolis. Just kind of, you know, doing the whole day job. Excited for uh, for the race season. Yeah, no, the race season's been pretty good. Um, I started something new with Mid America Outdoors in Jay, Oklahoma, and uh, we honestly just had our first uh, round one a few weekends ago, and it, it was awesome. It's really cool to see what else is happening in the side-by-side -side world, and, you know, I saw the Greaves down there, and they were putting on a class, and just pretty exciting. Kyle Chaney was out there as well, so some familiar faces that we usually see up in Wisconsin, Minnesota, and Michigan, of course. Do you think any of those drivers in the in the Mid American have any interest in like uh, Champ Off Road at all, or is there any mention of it? Yeah, I know that they're they're talking about going up there. It's quite crazy to see how much the side by side um, industry and of course racing has grown in the last few years. And you know, you're talking about that. And when Torque was around, which is you know essentially the same series as Champ, when Torque was there, I was actually there when they had the first pro stock and pro mod side by side races. You know, we were at Chicago or in Joliet, right outside of Chicago, and it's cool to see it kind of expand and obviously, you know, become such a big thing where they even still have UTV world championships out on the West coast. You know what? I miss going to Joliet. I had like, so when I went down there the first time, I don't think it was the first time they were in Joliet. But I remember my first time I went down there, I had like $200 to my name and I took a hundred of it out. And cause Keegan wanted to go to the blackjack table and I was like, all right. So I ended up walking out with 400 and then I slept on his couch for free. So that was, that was pretty cool. Can't wait to go back. That's so awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to uh, lie. It feels, 
feels a little weird being on this side. Like I have no idea what questions are coming my way and I'm kind of nervous because I'm usually on the other side controlling this situation. So I'm like, oh no, what are they going to ask me? (laughs) It's Tito that you got to worry about. (laughs) I'm always worried about Tito. Come on. We don't even know what he's going to ask you. (laughs) Oh God. I've I've got a few good uh, would you rathers. I mean, they're nothing too like crazy or dirty or anything like that. Like they're, they're, they're pretty, they're pretty PG 13. I mean, Oh my goodness. Yeah. I mean, I, I've moved away a little bit from the, this or that, like that's still awesome. There's only so many, this or that's that you can do. So then now I've like, it's 2.0 over here and I've tried to like expand it to, would you rather, which Honestly, you should see some of the people who answer certain things. And I'm like, oh, okay. Did not know that about you. But hey, that's pretty awesome. <laughs> hey, hey, don't kink shame. Listen, you know what? What a man. Do- no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So how long does that uh, Mid-American series go for? Is that is, so does it start in Oklahoma and then does it go the whole year? Or is it kind of like a, a few month kind of thing or, or what? Well, we just had our first round a few weekends ago, and then the finals is actually going to be at the end of October, right um, right before SEMA. And unfortunately, I won't be at the finals uh, because I do a lot of stuff with Ormhoff, which is Off-Road Motorsports Hall of Fame, and that takes place in Las Vegas. Um, the inductee and the award ceremony, or the induction and the award ceremony is right before SEMA. So, you know, I... I have a little bit of hand in that because it plays, you know, a huge role in what everybody's doing in all types of motorsports. But yeah, it goes until, you know, March and until the end of October and they've got some really cool events and, you know, it's 1600 acres that they have there. And the short course track is really, really cool. It's, you know, it gives the vibe of Crandon a little bit where they have different tabletops and whoop sections and different things. Um, They do a land rush start, which is crazy, but instead of a land rush start in to the infamous turn one that we're so used to at Crandon, it's a land rush start up a hill and then, you know, you sweep it up and then you come back down it. So it's kind of cool. It's kind of like how ERX has that hill that you go up and come back down. Uh, so for the, for the mid American, um, are there any races that are going to be like in the Midwest or is this kind of obviously like, you know, like how, how it says in the series mid mid America. Yeah, it's pretty much in Jay, Oklahoma at mid America outdoors. Um, it's a sweet facility. So maybe you guys should come down this summer. Next time we're, we're doing event. You, you would love it. There is a lot of cool things there. I think those two would be interested be, and myself. The <laughs> oh, yeah, right like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, those two can go. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to go. <laughs> Smell fry bread in the morning. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> well, listen, group therapy doesn't exist anymore in Crandon. So oh, you guys, we're going to have to find something new. I know. Why'd you have to bring that up? That's <laughs> yeah. so depressing. You just got it over is. it. I'm yeah, sorry. I just got over it. Just missing I know. it. I know we have to, is ducks a new thing then, I guess. I, I'm not sure. I'm still a free agent trying to decide where I want to. <laughs> That's the free agent. Yeah. That's the off season. Yeah. Yeah. That's the off season. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Unrestricted free agent now. Um, no, but uh, so something I've always wondered and, and I haven't gotten the opportunity to kind of sit down and like have a, a semi-decent conversation because we're always joking around <laughs> yeah. or, or, you know, drinking. Um, 
I guess, I mean, kind of the, the, the point of the show too, is to, to get to know people. So how is it that somebody can go around and like be this media personality, you know, you've gotten all these awesome opportunities. How did you even get to where you are right now? Because I mean, there are times where I'm like, dude, she's in like, you know, at the min 400, she's at King of the Hammers, you know, it's like California and then back to Michigan and then Oklahoma. It's just like, I'm so curious on how you even make that happen. Uh, I kind of stumbled upon it, honestly. I mean, it's not the the greatest, coolest story, but like you said, um, in 2015, I won Miss Torque. But before that, I did do Joe Lewis Arena, where I was the in arena host. And prior to that, I actually had worked for Chrysler and FCA as a product presenter for you know the Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram brand and also Mopar Motorsports. So you kind of just build on it and you focus on kind of what you wanted to do. And I don't know why somebody thought giving me a microphone was a great idea, but they did. And it kind of just continued from there. And I always tell everybody, you know, I'm a first generation motorsports off-road enthusiast. My family's not necessarily into it. I didn't grow up with it. Like many people that we know, like the Greaves, the Kincaids, you know, they've grown up into it. That's what they, their parents did or their fathers did. And then they kind of just followed in those footsteps. And it was something I've always been interested in uh, living and growing up around the motor city. I've been interested in automotive and just kind of really took it from there and short course and off road is it's something crazy. It's, you know, it's nitty, it's gritty. It's, it's something that you don't normally see. And until you're there and you really get the passion for it and that's kind of where it developed. And a few years ago, I started heading out West and was introduced to King of the Hammers, which is an amazing event. If you've never been, it's really, really cool. But if you cannot deal with dirt and sand and dust, don't go there. Cause that's what it is. And then, you know, I met the Martellis and they offered me UTV world championships and, um, I guess I did a great job for them there and they offered me the mint and it's just kind of building and building and, you know, people that you meet throughout the industry, as long as you do a great job and there's not many me's, especially females, um, in this world that are a part of the media side and your name just kind of gets brought up and you just continue to go. So I'm, I'm thankful, especially with this new series to get back to short course racing and side by side, which is really cool. You know, because the desert is awesome, but you only see them once in a while. <laughs> you don't get to see the entire race. And so it's really cool to get back to short course. So you never went to like school or anything for this? No. Honestly, <laughs> oh my gosh. Honestly, I have a two-year liberal arts degree and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> so you got to just, you know, you obviously need to have talent to do it. and But first and foremost, you have to have passion and you want to be able to learn. And everything that I've learned, I've learned on the fly. I learned what an IFB was. I learned what faxing was. I learned how to run a podium and how to do driver interviews and at the end of the day, I always tell them, look, we're, we're having a conversation just like you guys and I are having a conversation now and, and that's it. And you either have it or you don't. And I know that's not like the best story mm -hmm. in any capacity, but you just work hard and you just, I guess, don't take no for an answer. Yeah, man. Like Tito, man, I, I've only just met you too. And I've never really asked you like how you got started or anything like that. So my next question would have been, uh, what was your first like off-road event that you announced and how were you feeling? It was <laughs> <laughs> like how, it was, how were, 
Like how were the feelings it, when he got asked? Like, oh, were you nervous or? Oh my goodness, it's so nerve wracking. <laughs> What's so funny, Tito? <laughs> we got Tito. We got Tito on this on our screen here, and is there a funny story behind this? Oh fucking a, Tiffany. What? So do you want to tell him or do you want me to? Well, I don't know. I'm nervous. Oh, okay, okay, I okay, told okay, you okay. I'm not, I'm not in control so, of this conversation. I'm so scared. So Tiffany was notorious. So back before I started taking filming seriously, you know, I was on the hillside chugging beer. <laughs> oh, yeah. So you know, the group of us, you know, like, you know, me, Cal, Steve, Jazz, Tyler, Willie, like the whole group of us, uh, we were drinking all day. And when it came time for the pro races, you know, we, we you start to kind of pay attention more to like pro light, pro two, pro four. And she's on stage and it was like every person, like third place, second place, first place. She'd like ask like, oh, that was, you know, a rough race, you know, the snap, blah, blah. Who'd you like think? And then she's like, blah, blah. Like, and then she would always ask, how are you feeling? No, and in one word, how are you feeling? And I would only yes. do it to the top winner. Come on. <laughs> so, <laughs> it, was every, it was everyone. And we started to notice it. We we're like, man, she's like asking everyone like, how they're feeling. Like, like, should we, should we turn it into a drinking game? Like every time she <laughs> says it, we got to like, yeah. And then we got to drink. So then it started to become like a thing, like every year. Like, so <laughs> we got to the point where there's a bunch of us up at the podium and she was like, one word, how you feeling? And we were like, yeah. And then we started, and then we started chugging beer. So yeah. wow, when you asked, when you asked like, oh, like Tiffany, like, you know, your first race, how are you feeling? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you just broke down laughing. I was like, oh, yeah. that was so funny. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Tito and started I didn't drinking. Even catch that. Yeah, Tito started drinking. Yeah. <laughs> I did. We should have just called uh, up Jazz too and just been like, hey, hey, Jazz. Hey, we can't oh, we say can't that now. Yeah, we can't say that now. Yeah, yeah. He's going to sue us. Oh. Yep. Why? Oh. <laughs> 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 Make it sound like it's super yeah. serious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're just playing. Anyway, sorry. Oh, Lyle, I would to hijack be... your question. Yeah. <laughs> it was good timing though it, it was it was <laughs> See, i had no context and <laughs> yeah i was like why is he freaking oh, why is he laughing so hard uh so how were you feeling <laughs> <laughs> do i just have to say in one word yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh man Listen, like I said, it's so awkward being on this other side because I'm like, what is Tito going to ask me? <laughs> I was like, well, because one time, like, I don't know, was it a Wednesday, Tito, in Crandon? Was it a Wednesday or a Thursday? <laughs> it was we, the infamous Wednesday. Yeah, it was the, it was a Wednesday. It was the infamous it was a Wednesday. Wednesday. It was a Wednesday, and I brought in, like, tequila or something, and we just sat there, and then, and then oh. it got... <laughs> No, 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 not like that, guys. Not like that. No, 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 no. We, we know. Yeah, he, he knows the Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. We he all, knows the Wednesday. We all know the Wednesday. Um, all right. You, you should have seen, you should have seen the, the TikTok he sent us last week about that. What was it? I want to I want to see it. I don't remember which one. <laughs> he sent yeah. so many out, he yeah. doesn't remember. Yeah. <laughs> I sent you a terrible one this weekend. Was it this was weekend? 
Was, was it, it number 43? <laughs> no, 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 no. I can't remember which TikTok I sent you. Uh, oh, I know which one you're talking about now. The eyes in the sky, right? Yeah. Oh my bad. god. It's like, been a year, Daddy. All right. So yeah. whoa. <laughs> she goes, whoa. Uh so Tiffany, King of the Hammers, you said like if you if you don't if you don't think that it's you know, you're not into like dusty and windy and, and desert and stuff like that. You know, you're a woman out there. Is that why you think there's not? Because I asked CJ the same thing. Like, do you think that's the reason why there's not a lot of titties out there? I mean, there is. They're just covered up because it's so cold. (laughs) Not saying that they're not out there, but I'm bougie when it comes to that. I've been out there a few times and I've actually been out there when there's 35 plus mile per hour wind staying in a, you know, an RV and my propane goes out and you're in the middle of the desert at the end of January, beginning of February. And I woke up and it was like 30 degrees. I'm like, I am never doing this ever again. So now I stay in, (laughs) in Landers, which is about 10 minutes away from Hammer town and I get a house every year because it's just so cold. But no, there's a lot of females out there. It's really cool to kind of see it. You know, you've got, you know, Bailey Campbell who races out there. Um, You've got Brittany Williams who races with her husband, Kevin, and they're doing it out there. And, you know, it's really cool because it's a one-stop shop for everything. And I had a chance to talk to Dave Cole. He's like, you know, I wanted to make this an experience. I wanted to make it something where everybody could come and, you know, have fun and have your festival and do all this stuff and then throw a little bit of racing in there, you know, each day, but then go back and do your stuff. Cause you, you're going to laugh, you know, the names of some of these obstacles, right? Tito, have you ever uh, heard of those? Uh, the, the one with the dildos. <laughs> <laughs> That's what well, I there's like. There's one called Chocolate Thunder, and then there's like the back door shootout and the back door challenge and the front door shootout. And, you know, it's it's really cool to be able to see some people just not care at all and not <laughs> give it, you know, like any, it's just a really cool, and it's, you know, some people say it's Burning Man for off-road people. And I mean, that's kind of it, but imagine you're in the middle of Johnson Valley, you're on a lake bed and for... 50 weekends out of a year or 50 weeks, there's really nobody there. And then for two weeks or three weeks, you know, cause people are building it. Then you have like 65, 75,000 people in the desert with you. And it's just a really cool experience. And, you know, at night, everybody has their lights on and different color lights. And if you're coming down any of the obstacles or out in there, like you just look for all the bright lights and it's just a really unique situation. So when, man, when are we going boys? Uh, I don't know. We're supposed to go to F1 in Miami, but. You got, you got, oh, you for got, that first weekend in May? Yeah. Yeah. Our, I was our planning boss on here being at there. Impulse had said that as a team, we were going to go. You should. My birthday is May 2nd. I'll already be down there in Florida. Are you going to the race? Yes. You got hookups? Asking right now, can you get us in? (laughs) Possibly. Can I be a co host for your show for that weekend? Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. Yeah. Done and done. Yeah. (laughs) You don't have to think about it. Yeah. 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 I don't even think about it. You can take over this motherfucker. Well, truth be told, I have two wireless wireless mics and three wired bikes, so we could have a panel if we want. We could just sit there and watch the race. There we go. Now, I got a question. Are you going to be around for a camp? 
possibly as not as much as I was last year. Um, obviously Haley does a great job and they have their entire crew right there. Um, and with mid America going on that some of the weekends overlap, but I know I'll for sure be there for Labor Day weekend, no matter what, uh, they're having an ultra four race up there as well, which is really cool. And you guys know Labor Day for Crandon, it's synonymous. It's kind of something that you always just have to do and be at. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay. Well, that puts that out of the question then. Oh, what were we gonna what? Do? Yeah. Well, well I just uh, well, she she mentioned it like Haley taking a new role, um, maybe at champ. Um, I would assume like we might need another commentator to help Ooh. us out. So what what's Haley doing? That's so exciting for her. Oh no no no! I I'm just assuming going from Snowcross to oh yeah, you know from Snowcross what she was doing in Snowcross. I'm assuming that it's going to translate into champ off road. So. Um, gotcha. Yeah. She was super busy this year for Snowcross. So I'm just assuming that she won't be able to uh, do the same efforts that she did last year. Yeah. yeah well, she did kind of like the, the recaps and <clears throat> talked about the weekend and was able to kind of stitch together that the, the rush series. Oh yeah. That was wonderful. Um, you never know. Keep me in mind. And, and I might come up there. It's just some dates I know overlap for sure. Yeah. So out of all the events that you do, uh, what's like your favorite? I do enjoy King of the Hammers. Um, I work a little bit and then I get to play and I bring my Jeep, you know, out there and I get to do a lot of cool things and obstacles and different stuff like that. The Mint 400 is always just great. It's such a long, iconic race. And, you know, I'm pretty pinned though when I'm there, but it's a, it's a really, really cool event. Out of those, you know, I really look forward to King of the Hammers. And then for like Jeep stuff, you, um, Smoky Mountain Jeep Invasion is always a good thing. But that's why I like King of the Hammers. You know, I still get to be a part of the live stream. I still get to enjoy it as a fan spectator and then still be able to bring my Jeep out there. So that's why I was saying King of the Hammers just encompasses everything together especially if you're an off-road enthusiast <laughs> i was gonna say i didn't know Tudor was gonna ask her like, all right so i'll ask <laughs> a like question yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you ever want to like participate in any of these events like with, as a driver yeah like you ever get like offered like hey want to do not this for an event i would love to um not yet it takes a lot of money to put on a race program and especially a race program that can be a contender, but I would love to. So if you know anybody, <laughs> let me know. Am I going to finish the race? Maybe you never know. King of the hammers is hard. Definitely a short course. Like I think short course racing would be so much fun. You know, it's 10, 15 minutes tops. The only thing is I know I'm a good driver. I've just never raced when you are doing a land rush start and you've got 25 people with you. So that would scare me. Like how people <laughs> do turn one at Crandon, I don't understand. Yeah, I don't yeah. get that either. We, our GoPros that we watch back, insane and mayhem in there. <laughs> Can't see. Well, exactly. And then you're trying to do these tear offs and you're trying to shift and you're trying to drive. Like it's impressive. Like when we watch Keegan and stuff like that, you know, or CJ or Johnny or anybody else that's out there and we're watching them do all this stuff and try to pull tear off. So I'm like, first of all, there's people on your left, there's people on the right. You're trying to get a whole shot. You're pulling these tear offs all while trying to go fast and not flip your truck out of turn one. Okay. Now do you think Tito can hold it wide open? 
at turn one? <laughs> like wide open in a truck or wide open in life? Wide open in the truck. <laughs> Dog, my life is wide open. <laughs> That's what I'm about yeah, to say. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't know how much more Tito could get that. Um, <laughs> like what vehicle is he in? Is Let, he in let's like say a, Keegan gets hurt and he picks <laughs> Tito. <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather? No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Would you rather have Tito or Tiffany Stone take over your truck duties? Um, there you go. There you go. That's a good one. Yes. Uh, I think Tito could do it. No, I think he might close you. his. I I think he might close his eyes halfway through and <laughs> he might flip over. But I, it depends. In a in like a side by side for sure. But in a pro four, I don't know. That's a lot of horsepower pushing through. Well, the only reason I would pick you. Over your Tito is because Tito can't even film the turn. Oh my God. Here we go. He said he's going to buy safety glasses for turn one. Like Safety glasses? Yeah, he's going to wear safety glasses. Oh my goodness. I don't want to get hit in the eyes. <laughs> I'm, I was just going to say something, but I'm going to refrain that back. <laughs> go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, now you got to say it. We are in an open now you got to say it. This is the impulse show, man. We don't have shit. <laughs> I was just going to be like, that's what most say to you, Tito. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> I'm somebody's son. Come on now. <laughs> and they are somebody's daughter. <sighs> yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> but for real though, like, have you have you stood up on turn one like during that race? I, I, I I'm just genuinely asking or not because that shit for me, man. Like the first time I was up there, I I was only up there for pro lights and I shit my pants and I was like, dude, if I'm this way for pro lights, I cannot imagine pro two and pro four. And then pro two and pro four came around the corner and I'm like, Fuck. and now I got to be up here for the world, the world cup. That's going to be insane. And it was, it was, I didn't get good footage as Jeffrey and Lyle. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've actually been everywhere on that. I've been right there on the corner for turn one. I've actually been in the spotter stand as well for the pro races. I've uh, been down by the barn turn right there where the K rails are, where the drivers come up. And that's crazy too, because they're coming off of turn one, hitting that jump and then doing a like left sweeper out of the barn. And I've actually even been in the middle during the pro races right by um, the um, scoring and timing. So all of it's pretty, pretty cool. I personally don't think I could drive one of those trucks. Uh, I'm not saying that I wouldn't want the opportunity, but in that scenario, I don't think I could, but everywhere there's like not a bad spot to watch that race at Crandon. I think it's, it's pretty awesome. Um, and especially if you've never had a chance to be right in the middle when they're coming out of, um, that big turn out of, uh, why can't the, is it the gravel pit? out of the gravel yeah. pit and then right over there to where the finish line is. That's just a cool thing because they're doing tons of cool sweepers. And if you overcorrect or hit it too hard or come in it too fast, then you're going to end up hitting somebody right there where the finish line is. Shit, I can't remember what I was going to ask. Lyle, uh, I, thought, I, thought was I was frozen. like listening to you and then Lyle coughs and then I was like, shit. <laughs> oh, no, that's what I was going to say is, Yes, for so Keegan bet me a thousand dollars that I can't hit turn one flat footed in a pro truck. I will 
add to Keegan's a thousand dollars. Thank you. Oh, I would. I would oh, and then he goes, uh, and you can't wreck it. I was like, that's not fair. I'm sending that motherfucker. He's going full Johnny G out there. Do you know what we should actually do? So you remember how I bought that little kid, Matthew, the, the red Jeep. Um, and cause he always wanted to match my Jeep. We should just build really cool Jeeps and hit turn one and do a land Dude. rush start. Dude. I'd love to hit turn one in a fucking trophy cart, let alone a, an actual UTV. <laughs> Dude. I, I remember one time the, the camera guys, I worked at the hotel in Mole Lake. They needed, uh, to take down the big uh, the big screen, and uh, I got to take my blazer, my Chevy blazer, out there. And dude, that track is so big; it's so wide. Like you don't even realize it until you're actually out there. That's what she said. <laughs> goes, oh my god! <laughs> I'm glad we got somebody on here that can give it back to you. Who I really miss is Katie Osborne. What's she up to? Oh, <laughs> You said we weren't going to talk about this. Oh, is it? <laughs> so, so Haley was your first choice. Katie was your second choice. And since they weren't available, you're like, yo, we're going to call Tiffany and see what she's up to. Well, after, she, after we figured everybody else. You, so I was like, maybe your sixth choice. <laughs> she seems bored. <laughs> you're like, you know, Cliff wouldn't be on. Tina wouldn't be on. Uh, Keegan didn't really want to be on. So we're just going to call Tiffany now. Yeah, that's insane now that we think about But at least now that I think about it, we only had Keegan on for what, like 20 minutes, maybe? Yeah, yeah, we kept it very short and we're like, yeah, an hour should be good. And then after that, then it was like hour and a half, two hours. Like right around, we hang right around the two hour mark now. Yeah. And and when that's the thing, though, it's like, you know, we're learning and uh, trying to have conversations and stuff. Um, I, I don't know how much you paid attention too much last year, Tiffany, but something that we kind of is, is a recurring thing just because I know that I feel different about it is the is the lapse versus time aspect of things. I guess where do you stand on that for for like champ off road? And then like if, if you're feeling a certain way about something, is there a way around it or that that they can adjust it? Well, I've been a, you know, a part of that series in some capacity for the last six years. I've seen it change different hands, different ways of doing things. You know, when Lucas Oil came in and me personally, I think it, and I understand that you have to do a certain time in order to make sure everything works for TV. But for me personally and, and watching as much as I have, I think that they should definitely bring back the laps. It should be, you know, 10 or 12 laps with, of course, a comp yellow because that, you know, you re-rack, you restack, and you bring that all back together it just adds a, a second element to it and you know it's all about strategy but then because say you're you know going into your last lap right before comp yellow you get a flat you can run to the hot pits real quick then change that depending on how quick your team is and then make it towards the back before you even start the next lap after comp yellow and it still gives you an opportunity and the thing that's so hard is i've seen some races especially the pro two pro four for the crandon cup or the red bull cup you know when they're staggered for a certain time i've seen drivers come back in that last lap or the second to last lap and be able to to push it. And I think that just adds a great dynamic and it showcases, you know, never give up 
at any moment you could be able to have this. And I've seen drivers, you know, get the whole shot, stay out, stay clean, have no roost, no nothing. And then all of a sudden they realize that they've got one lap to go and they start to overthink or over rotate or do something or hit like, you know, a rut and end up going off course a little bit where then the second, third, fourth place person may have that opportunity. But it's just like, you know, if you don't get that whole shot or if you don't get the clean air and if you make any mistake in the beginning that could cost you, especially if they're having some time, you know, there's good and bad. It stays on schedule. I totally understand that. But there's times where I've seen people come back in that last lap and actually take that because somebody wasn't still pushing as hard. You know, you push right when the, you know, the flag drops all the way to the checker, you just keep pushing, pushing. And it, you know, there's a lot more strategy. I personally think behind it when you know that, Hey, I've got two more laps um, you take somebody like CJ Greaves, he's a very methodical driver. Johnny is an awesome driver, goes out there, does it. But CJ being so methodical, especially in certain vehicles, you know, when he's doing a pro stock or if he's in his pro four, where he'll set up certain things and he'll set up to take that inside outside pass. And he won't set that up until he's got two more laps to go because he knows, hey, if I set this up and I pass, I've got one more lap to go. And that's all that I have to hold them off for. And I couldn't understand or I couldn't try to be a driver and be like, okay, well, I've got four minutes and 30 seconds before I'm done. What (laughs) what do I do? You know? Yeah. Well, and like you said about, you know, hard charging kind of at the end there, as far as like laps go. I mean, a great example of that was like Mark Jenkins um, when he was in that pro four race and it was like Scott Douglas and Johnny Greaves where he was in third and, you know, a crazy scenario happened where, you know, he's pushing Scott Douglas and Johnny and, and Scott and Scott Douglas is pushing Johnny. And then, you know, Scott Douglas gets a flat tire and then Johnny Greaves gets a flat tire. And then Mark Jenkins wins it by like 0.03 or something ridiculous like that. And I think he was hard charging with three laps left and knowing that there was three laps instead of, like you said, if there's like, Oh, four minutes and 37 seconds left, it's like, well, what does that mean? You know what I mean? It's like, do we have three laps left? Is it four laps left? Is it two? Like knowing for sure, I think is, is, is a big game changer. And um, I, I don't know. And, and again, I just would be pretty much reiterating the same thing about time and, and, and laps or like, you know, one day maybe you get eight laps and the next day you get 10 based on, based on the time of it. And I think that maybe skews with the, the potential racing of it then. Exactly. And then we've seen it too, where it's been awful weather. It's been really, really rainy. The track at Crandon, you know, is getting beat up and different things like that. So they've done it where it's just the, the shorter of the course where they don't go back out into the woods and come around and do all of that again. And that changes things because then it's, you know, tires and what type of tires are you going to run? And Another thing that I always thought was kind of cool that implemented some, you know, a little bit of here and a little bit of there is when Lucas Oil came in. Lucas Oil still did the comp yellow, and I thought that was great. But if the comp, if there was a full course yellow anytime after the first lap, that would be considered your comp yellow. So then again, that would change stuff. So if they're running 10 laps and they have to pull a comp yellow at lap three, you still have seven more laps in order to do it. And so I always thought that was a cool way of doing dynamics. Like I said, I'm not a driver. I've never been in those scenarios. I'm not sure if they like it or if they don't like it, but as a spectator, it's cool to be able to see that it's cool. You know, 
we all know there's some drivers out there that are wonderful, great drivers. And when they get that whole shot, they are gone. You know, Jarrett Brooks did really great at that. We've also seen um, RJ Anderson from the West Coast when he comes out for some of the Red Bull races during Labor Day weekend. They're great drivers. But if you do pull that comp yellow, which they don't do, you know, in the big cup race, but if they pull those comp yellows, it gives somebody who is three, four five truck lengths behind a chance to catch up. But then that also shows the great driver ability, the adaptability that they have, knowing somebody's there. And obviously your spotter is always going to be in your ear. So we see those gaps close and that's why short course racing at Crandon is so iconic and it's, you know, the Super Bowl, it's the Mecca because of great dynamic racing and great battles that happen, you know, in the second half of the race after Comp Yellow. I, you know, I, I agree a thousand percent and Jeffrey is one of those guys though, that likes the time racing. <laughs> <laughs> you say that like, as like, I like it, like it. I he loves uh, it. He loves it. I told you the reason behind it as far as TV goes <laughs> or else I would prefer the laps over time. But as TV goes, it time, time just makes sense. As TV goes, true. So, but see, I'm also coming from the desert where the min 400 for a UTV race is going to be, you know, seven, eight, nine hours at a minimum. I mean, the unlimited trucks that just raced when Kyle Jurgensen won this year, I think he did it around six hours. So, you know, <laughs> I'm I'm okay with with a long day and a long time because lots of happening. But you you know, you are right. But then you think about it this way, devil's advocate for the other side. If it is a timed race, okay, I need to make sure I put these laps down. I need to make sure I get that whole shot. I need to make sure I have clean air and I stay out there. You know, and I've talked to a bunch of drivers and some say one and some say the other, but being out front, some people like that. They like being chased down. They like being the ones who make those moves, but then there's other drivers who like being second or third because then they can watch the lines. They can see where the ruts are. They can see where the blue groove is about to pop in and how the track is coming together and developing throughout the races. And, you know, I think it's a really cool dynamic on both, but when you do have the time race, a lot of things change, you know, like, you can't do a hot pit real quick because you think about it. Okay, well, I'm doing a hot pit. Well, I've already wasted two minutes or three minutes, you know, or do I run with this flat and just try to go? Or do I save my truck because I've got the big race on Sunday and I need to have that, you know, like we've seen Bryce Menzies come in and do awful one day. And then he's like, okay, well, I need to reel it back in. This is what I need to do. But, you know, it gives a little bit of option. I just, I do enjoy having just the normal laps you know maybe if we didn't have so many classes or say that the pro racing was just based on laps and the sportsman racing was based on time i think that would work as well too because you know the pro races are there and that's what you know is a big draw because of the horsepower the dynamic the drivers everything like that yeah no and i agree with that scenario like where the pros get laps and everyone else gets timed, mm-hmm. you know, just because we have to keep it on schedule to just get to the pro races. And then after the pro races, that's what's that's where majority of the fans are there for. Correct. The, the, the diehards are there for, you know, the sportsman races and everything. And 
and good for them. But at the end of the day, the pros are what's bringing in majority of the people, if you will. You know? Exactly. So, so yeah. having laps for them, I, I think that's very fair. And, and then it shouldn't matter how long TV is because everyone's going to be tuned in because it is a pro light. It is a pro two. It is a pro four, you know? So, and then it's the big names too. So. Exactly. And when we talk about, you know, the Red Bull cup coming out and people, that's when you do get the Doug Matags, the RJ Andersons, the Bryce Menzies. I mean, Travis Pastrana was under Carlson's camp this past year and when he was with Red Bull. And, you know, it's cool to be able to see some of those drivers come out and to be able to do some of those things. And then, you know, they've also added Ultra 4 where you get the um, Paul Horschel's, the Von Gittin Juniors, the Lauren Healy's, and that also adds it out there. And it's a really cool dynamic to see all that. And that's what it is. Like you said, the big names, that is what's going to draw people. That's why, you know, there's 40,000, 50,000 people on a Labor Day weekend. You know, it's, it's just a really cool dynamic. And I think that would really be able to work or you know, have all the sportsmen race on one day and have all the pros race on one day and do qualifying and stuff. But once again, you know, track conditions say everything. Wisconsin is notorious for having rain. And, you know, that's why sometimes we always made the jokes with the classic and the four by fours going out first because they have that high horsepower and they can be able to dig up some of that mud and dirt and make the track really pristine for the later on races. Because you know, we're not going to get a mod cart through there. They're not going to be, be able to get through the mud. So it's just, it, it's a, it's a cool dynamic. And, you know, I, like I said, I've been very fortunate to be able to be a part of it for the last, you know, going on six years to see how much it's evolved and see the different generations. Like you said, like the Kincaid's, the Greaves, you know, even when Marty and Kyle Hart were out here. It was cool to be able to see that dynamic. And then you're seeing everybody, you know, the Michael Meisters, the the Nick Vissers of the world. Um, it's just, it's pretty cool to see them and, and then they build up. And, you know, now Ryan Beat, he was, you know, the overall winner and champion in the spec class because it was just Ryan Beat out there. But you're, you know, Nick Visser um, is moving up to that pro spec class. And it's showcasing that, hey, these vehicles are attainable for, you know, not as much as a pro light or a pro two would be, you can still come out here and do that. And it's showcasing that people want to evolve and they want to move up. And you have multiple generations starting all the way from the little kids moving up to like buggies, 1600 buggies and whatnot, making their way to even a side-by-side or a pro light, pro two, pro four. And once a pro force, you know, class gets 10 to 12 on a regular basis, we're really going to start to see the dynamic of the draw and why people come back every year and why the Greaves and the Kincaids and, you know, the Jenkins and the Douglases, the Hearts are racing pro force because the amount of horsepower, the power to weight ratio, all of that comes together and it showcases why short course has been around for as long as it has. Man, I, you know, I miss being, I miss being a diehard, to be honest. There, there are times though that like, I, I miss it. You miss being a We're, drunk. That's what you miss. So anyways. <laughs> so anyways you know, so. <laughs> That's all I hear right now. I miss, I miss cracking that beer at 10 a.m. Right on the dot. You only did and it then one just year. on that hillside, cheering on uh, light buggy, cheering on, you know, 1600 buggy, watching my favorite class, the stock trucks, dude. 
Stock and super super stock. That's probably my favorite class that I loved watching. Man, there was something that was always going down. But um, no, so t- so we're, let's play a little game real quick. I do got a few more questions left. Um, we got to name one driver who we think is terrible at hole shots. Oh man, I don't like even who's, know who can get I'd... the hole shot, but is horrible at holding it. Ross Hook. But I didn't say that. <laughs> I didn't say that. I knew that was coming. That's exactly my thought, too. Yeah, that's the first thing that came to my mind, too. Uh, Ooh, he's, good he's, thing I'm no longer a part of the broadcast. Yeah. And, uh, and Jay Schaefer. Jay <laughs> Schaefer? Uh, all right, Lyle. What, the, my answer? Yep. Yeah. You can't pick Jay Schaefer or uh, Rotsuk. Someone that gets the whole shot. And doesn't hold it. <laughs> I was gonna say Tito too. <laughs> Tito, oh. <laughs> we know that. Um, Corey Winner. <laughs> I've seen that. Seen that. Documented that. Uh, I'm gonna go with Kyle Greaves. I was just gonna yeah, say that. that too. <laughs> Um, Alrighty, that was a fun game. Okay, yeah. so tell me, um, what what was it like, uh, like with the whole uh, Detroit Red Wings thing, man? Like, how how come you didn't stick with that? That seems like a really sweet gig as far as like in arena host. Is it something where you're like, you know, it was fun for a few years, and then you're just kind of still chasing the the, the off road passion, or or you know, just have a good time and and just they moved on. Uh, a little of all of that. So I was there the last few years that Joe Lewis arena was open before they opened little Caesars arena and, uh, moving forward on that, they really wanted somebody that encompassed hockey that was ingrained in hockey. And, you know, that isn't me. I'm so ashamed to even say like, I couldn't even tell you what icing still is. Like I have no idea what (laughs) icing is and like the everything. So I am not a good advocate for that, but it was really cool. Um, I loved being a part of it. It was something that was thrilling. Uh, you're in a crowd of 15 to 20,000 people on a night and you know, they're talking to you in your ear and you're like, okay, Tiffany go, you know, and it's really kind of cool. It's the same thing. You know, when I did stuff with Barrett Jackson, it's, it's the thrill that, you know, of being live and it's like, okay, I've got one take to take this, but, um, no, they just wanted to do that. And like you were saying, I've had such a great passion for automotive and motorsports you know, I'm very thankful for my time there. I learned a lot of great things. I learned a lot of um, things that I've taken about, you know, how to keep up the energy, how to be in front of a crowd. You know, if you mess up, nobody really knows technically what you were going to say. So as long as you can pull yourself out of that. And I just really enjoy motorsports. I'm going to be deaf for sure, because I <laughs> am around it. It's a high horsepower all the time. But at the end of the day, it, you know, it's like you said, when you have a passion for something, you don't have to fake it and it actually comes off and it actually is true. And it showcases, Hey, this is why you're supposed to do that because you get that warm, fuzzy feeling, you know, and the families are great. The, the people that are around there, the fans are wonderful. And, you know, everybody comes together because they want to be there and that they love that sport so much. I love it, man. I love it. You know, and, and as far as, you know, like you said, like when you have a passion for something, like you're not faking it. And that was something that, you know, not to get all mushy here, Jeffrey, but that was something I kind of found in being able to, 
just start filming like the off-road racing stuff. Like it started out like showing what it's like to party <laughs> in Crandon. And then it turned into just this like project in my mind. And then I did it. And then Jeffrey, you know, kind of saw the the dedication to it, not necessarily the person behind the camera, which I appreciate. <laughs> and, you know, he offered me that opportunity then to, to kind of come on board and, and we were able to kind of make this, you know, two and a half headed monster of, of impulse media. And um, yeah, man, I mean, I, I wonderfully exhausted after it. And, and I think that you can probably relate to that on times where you come home, you're so exhausted, but goddamn, was that fucking awesome. No, exactly. And I mean, I was there and I was able to be there with you last season and watching you do that whole thing. And when you got your first vest, you're like, I think the only vest they had left was a kid's one. It was so awesome. I mean, uh, you know, and you're absolutely right. There's times that we're at the track for 12, 16 hours, but you wake up, you do it all over again. And, you know, I... I do that. And like you were saying at the beginning, like I go from California to, to Nevada, to Vegas, to Oklahoma, to the Midwest, to Florida, to all of these other cool places because of the passion that I have for motorsports. And, you know, I always want to get to know who people are. We always look at numbers. We always look at stats. And I tell everybody that I can literally look up any number, any stat, anything about you, but when you can take somebody behind the helmet or behind the steering wheel or whatever you want to say and humanize them and make them a person. And, you know, that's why I enjoy talking to them and, and making them relatable, you know, like I always talk to people and we joke about stuff and, you know, I'm like, I like to ask you what your favorite like cereal is or your breakfast food, because somebody who doesn't necessarily know you, but they love themselves some like lucky charms that could be your new favorite driver because you're becoming relatable. You're becoming attainable. And that's why I think that, you know, walking through the pits and stuff and be able to go talk to Kyle Greaves or Corey Winner or Jarrett Brooks, or even Bryce Menzies, you know, when he's in town or Travis Pastrana, you know, it, it allows fans and spectators to be able to connect and make that memory, which keeps them coming back, you know, more and more and more. Yeah, no, man. I, absolutely. Um, that's something that I've discovered too, with, uh, with, you know, interviewing drivers and, and, you know, like Kyle Greaves and, and Corey Winter, you know, were the first two guys that I, you know, did my project on. And, you know, I, I didn't know Corey like, at all. Yeah. I met him like, and then just asked and he said, yeah. And, and, you know, I still have this project, this vision in my mind. And, and that was kind of how I started too. It was just like, Hey man, like, what'd you have for breakfast? Like, you know, are you a total strudel guy? You know, are you, you know, the blonde brunette kind of guy, you know what I mean? Are you front to back, back to forth, you know, kind of thing. And, <laughs> you know, that was kind of opening up the doors to things and, you know, they were, they were both back to front. So I didn't feel so alone in that. Um, so for the future, uh, <laughs> I have uh, one uh, professional question left and then, uh, and then I'll be moving on to the would you rathers. So Tiffany, what is in the future for Tiffany stone? Like what's something that would be ideal for you? Like, like what is like a perfect dream scenario for you? Like five years from now, 10 years from now, like what's something that you want to be doing? Uh, I still want to continue what I'm doing in, in broadcast media, obviously still be a part of King of the Hammers, the Mint, you know, be a part of world short course racing, any type of automotive, um, 
you know, I even did stage rally and, and stuff like that with Dirtfish and interviewing the likes of, like I said, you know, Ken Block, Travis Pastrana. And I love doing all those things. And then uh, for myself on the personal side as well, I'd love to open up a shop and kind of just build some cool one-off type of off-road vehicles, especially with the Jeep and build some bigger rock crawlers and kind of do those things. You know, I built the Jeep to kind of push myself and to feel something a little bit different. And I am afraid of heights. So I was like, okay, well, what's better than driving this Jeep up this mountain, up this rock and hoping to not like fall. And, and it just gives you that adrenaline rush. And then later on in the future, the end goal for all of this, everything that I do and moving forward is I want to be inducted into the Off-Road Motorsports Hall of Fame. That is something that I want to do. There's not many females that have been inducted. And to be a part of it now and to be a part of it so young and just have a hand in something and be around so many great legends and so many people who have been influential in the off-road industry is just, you know, an amazing thing. And I feel very humbled that people even know me or recognize me and would like me to be a part of it. You know, when I was out there and, you know, we had the 2021 mint was actually pushed back to December. So, you know, there was only about three months in between this year's and last year's. And there was a very crazy ending with Rob McCachron and Luke McMillan. And it was just a very emotional type of thing. I was so thankful to be a part of that. But then Mark McMillan, who is Luke's dad, and um, he's a part of that. He's on the board. He's like, hey, Tiffany, you know, I'm I'm Mark McMillan. I'm like, he's like, I'm a part of Ormhoff. And I'm like, sir, I know who you are. <laughs> yes. You know, it's very humbling that you even are like, you know, it's very nice to meet you. And, you know, Marty Fioca, Cliff Flannery, they're all inducted into the Off-Road Hall of Fame. And there's so many great iconic people who have done so much to push this sport and persevere and continue to watch it grow that after all that is said and done and everything that I've ever done or any person I've ever talked to, that's just what I want because those people are legends and we all know the thing legends never die. So at the end, I want to be inducted into Ormhoff. Oh yeah. Fucking love that. That's so awesome. Yep. Don't get goosebumps now. Don't cry, guys. Yeah. 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 I had to put the mic away from my face and everything. Yeah. It's like she's going to hear me. Damn. Yeah. I felt just empowered, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was sitting here thinking, I was like, fucking hey, I should go work out again. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm going to knock down these walls finally in this yeah. office. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but You're no, like, okay. man, seriously, though, that that's so awesome. I'm I'm super happy and, 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 you know, I can't be more excited for you. And, and I really do hope that you get that, you know, hall of fame, uh, bid and, and, um, you know, obviously, you know, I, I enjoy your company. It's always, it's always a blast to hang around and you're always, you know, upbeat and positive. So, um, you know, I hope to keep seeing you around for, you know, years, decades and centuries to come. Ooh, centuries, man. Whew, I'm going to look centuries. real old then. <laughs> well, Tito and Lyle and Jeffrey, thank you guys so much for having me on. Hey, but no, Tito, I, hey, I, hey. I was just saying, that was just, that's yeah. wrapping up our uh, professional portion of things. Wait, no, I got one more question. Oh, okay. Yeah, so with, uh, you mentioned Lucifer many, many times. So what made you want to build, I, we got a little part of it, but what made you want to build Lucifer up like how you did? And um, like, why is he so like he or she is so iconic? Um, it, 
No, I just, I've always wanted to build some type of SEMA, quote unquote, SEMA-esque type of vehicle. You know, you see these things, you see really cool stuff. And like I said, I didn't grow up. I I dubbed myself a first-generation off-road motorsports enthusiast. And I had that idea and you know, I'm close with Vision Wheel. They're one of a uh, great partner of mine. And same thing with Keegan Kincaid and stuff like that. And Todd Robinson, if you've never met Todd, I know you guys have, but if you've never met Todd, Todd Robinson is the man, such a really cool, like super rad dude. Um, he was like, Tiffany, I'll help you. He's like, we'll give you a set of wheels. I'll help you build this thing. So he got me a set of wheels. Um, from Vision Wheel, of course, and then hooked me up with BFG. And I was one of the, you know, people that were fortunate enough to get the new KM3s, which were these new tires that were coming out. And he knew a gentleman named Chris Miller that ran power stop brakes um, off-road to SEMA, or uh, road to SEMA, and, or sorry, why am I saying road to SEMA? Trail to SEMA. And um, he connected me with all of that. And that's why I, I owe a lot to Todd Robinson. He helped me get into the door. It's something I wanted to do. And, you know, I didn't know how to build a pro to a pro truck. I didn't know how to build a trophy truck, a desert vehicle, a UTV, but I could figure out to find somebody to, that knows how to build some Jeeps. And, you know, I, I, was a product presenter for Jeep in 2009. And there was a vehicle at the LA show in 2009 called the lower 40. It was a two door Jeep that had roll bars that were um, in the actual vehicle. They were fabricated straight to it. It was on 40 inch tires, which back then was this huge thing. You know, they called it the lower 40. And then 10 years later, I had my own vehicle on 37s where I'm a baby now because people are running 40s like they're 35s, <laughs> you know, and, I, and I've and i seen that and it was a red vehicle and a red vehicle and, you know, I'm a big person that you can manifest all these things, you know. My whole definition of a su- successful person is a successful person to me. They've had everything. They were always on top. They had it all. They lost it all. And then they learned how to rebuild it. That was what makes a successful person because they can take anything and rebuild it. And so I'm a huge person in believing that you can be successful. if You just keep going, you know, it's consistency and as cliche as it sounds, you know, you can manifest these things. You can have these ideas. And somebody that's important to me once said at first, they're going to ask you why you did it. And then when you do, they're going to ask you how you did it. And, you know, you just keep on going with that. And, you know, it's just, you got to be your biggest cheerleader. You got to believe in yourself because if you don't believe in yourself, nobody else is going to. Hell yeah. I'm going to run through another wall. Rush two presented by Tiffany Stone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. No, yeah. man, dude, if, if your truck is on third, insane i stretch out my labia trying to get into your jeep every single time <laughs> well this time i have those little step sides remember they come down oh yeah oh yeah that's right yeah Yay. and at first i hate at first i was like oh i don't need them i like hopping up into my jeep i feel real cool and now i'm like ah please make these steps work. <laughs> it's like such a bougie thing and like you know i've got like these fox 3.0s you know that are internal bypass shocks i got piggybacks on the back i've got like a full skin i've changed out my drive shafts 
cool bumpers, lights, wheels, tires. The number one thing that is talked about are those side steps. They're like, that is the coolest thing. <laughs> you know, it's cool. Like, none of this else, though. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, not the suspension and the shocks. No. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the red carpet to the house. That red carpet's cool, but what about the mansion? Yeah, no, but that carpet. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, I've never walked on one before. Yeah. <laughs> Can you let me in? Is this VIP? <laughs> uh, do you gentlemen have any more uh, professional questions? No more professional questions from me. Nope. Okay. Alrighty. Uh, Tiffany, well, we'll enter our segment. I thought long and hard about these ones, uh, about these would you rathers. So I hope you're ready to uh, have some fun. Always. I'm so nervous. <laughs> Alrighty. Would you rather fight Ronda Rousey or be an NFL kicker for one full playoff game? Be an NFL kicker for one full playoff t- uh, game because I'm hoping the defensive team will be able to keep everybody back. And Ronda Rousey, she's scary. I watched her documentary. Okay. Three rounds of the Ronda Rousey, three minutes each or an NFL kicker. And you got to win the game. I'd still be an NFL kicker and win the game. I don't know. I don't want to though. How do you know? (laughs) I know you bro. <laughs> I know you, bro. That's the best comeback you can get. <laughs> all right, all right. Okay, all right. fine, fine. Th- this Labor Day, we're gonna have a kickoff. No pun intended. You know what you should a kick- do? A kickoff to kick off the kickoff. <laughs> you know what we should do? We show up to ERX mm-hmm. for a second annual foot race. No, I don't want you to pull a hamstring. <laughs> <laughs> Come on now, I've been training for it. Yeah, but I don't really want to see you in a mullet again. Oh, God, yeah, the thing was brutal. I actually had a few people that were like, you should bring it back. I'm yeah, like, dude, it's only brutal because you got called a girl. I did. <laughs> God, I got called a girl outside of Target. The boy, you thought it was a woman. <laughs> it's so bad. I shaved it that day, too, so I looked really, like, supple. <laughs> it was like I was looking delicious. Very nubile. All right. So, uh, next one Would you rather eat curry for the rest of your life or have to crack curry for the rest of your life? I mean, if you eat it, doesn't it still come out the other side? Yeah, but like I'm talking like actual curry that you have to shit out. Oh, I would just eat it. So, it doesn't matter what you eat, you will always shit out curry. Oh God. No, I'd still eat it. I'd just still eat it. I don't want it. Cause that, I don't know. I, I don't know. Man, this is a hard one. I would just eat curry. He goes, that. <laughs> I can't, I can't do curry, man. I lived next to some people who had curry every single day. And, um, yeah. So would you rather, <laughs> have to hear your parents make love through a wall for 30 minutes or be deaf for the rest of your life. Hear my parents do that for 30 minutes. It's fucking disgusting. Because, because I wouldn't be able to do my job anymore because I wouldn't be able to hear the people's answers. You're an animal. All right. So would you rather... 
<laughs> use super glue as deodorant or have to wipe with duct tape for a week. Ooh. How, how long am I using super glue as deodorant for a week as well? Uh, one week as well. Duct tape. Oh, Ooh, Christ. Okay, he goes, Christ. <laughs> have you never heard of a Brazilian? Uh, yeah, I get them three times a year. So <laughs> why do you think I'm so clean down there? Supple. Yeah. Yeah. You, think, you think I'm really hairy, but I'm not yeah. clean. <laughs> Alrighty. Would you rather flick a cop in the butt crack while smoking crack or make out with me? Oh, the cop all day. <laughs> yeah. Smoking crack. Yeah, because then I wouldn't have to remember. I'd have to remember if I if it was you. All right, all right. <laughs> like, all right, all right. Steak or make out with Jeffrey? Wait, what? Wait, what was that? Would you rather eat a perfectly, perfectly cooked steak? He's cutting in and yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. This is our janky radio show right now. Oh, my God. Did you, <laughs> did you, did you, did you miss it again? <laughs> right, maybe. Welcome to our janky uh, podcast. One more time. Would you rather eat a perfect steak or make out with Jeffrey? Dude, I would... Eat the perfect steak. I myself. would eat the steak. Yeah. Like that's stupid. Like I mean, I like a. a you got to do that with Lyle. Ribeye. You got to do that with Lyle. Okay. Would you rather eat crab legs with no butter, or make up with Lyle? Lyle. Boom. <laughs> you should see his face. Party, so this has been so this has been Paul's show. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I got I got one for you already. Who would win for me or for her? No, for Tiffany. Who would win oh, in a friend. wrestling match, me or Tito? You. Thank you. <laughs> I didn't even you, think about it because wow. you've been working out. Thank wow. you. Yep. Yep. Right there. I've, I just don't post out. about my bullshit. That's all. <laughs> I work in silence. Yeah, yeah I, I work in silence. Real G's move in silence like lasagna, bro. You no, worked I out for one week. You. you did one week. I've been working out since November. How no, dare you? You stop dude, it, you man. work out to drink. I got so <laughs> work out. You cancel all things. You don't. You don't know that. All right. So I got two more. Who's your Would favorite you rather Indian? have unlimited money to spend? What was that? I said, who's our favorite Indian? Jeffrey, what'd you say? Who's oh, that's going to be, that's going to be our last question. Okay. <laughs> uh, would you rather have unlimited money to spend, but only a year to live or never earn more than minimum wage until you're 90? Oh, never uh, earn more than minimum wage until you're 90. Cause certain things that bring you happiness, you can't buy. Damn. Motivation. I can't buy. Just, I, I can't buy the sun, and that makes me happy. I can't buy the yeah. ocean. I mean, Europeans. We didn't think <laughs> Europeans can own land, but here they are. <laughs> <laughs> All right, last one. Would you rather snort toenails for your dream job, or eat cold cold expired soup and gas station sushi? Under two minutes. Wait, how many times you got to snort? Yeah, and how many toenails? Whose toenails? So it's it's got to be Jeffrey's toenails, all ten. Ouch! You got to snort ten, just solid line, or eat cold expired soup. Well, you only got to snort it sushi, once, but you got to do it under I, two minutes. 
I'd do the yeah. second one. One one line of toenails. Nope. I would no. No. I would to get eat. your dream job? Yeah, I'd do the soup and the sushi. Huh. She goes no, 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 no. Nah, not even thinking no, about no, it. No, she I, goes. Yeah, I got some bad feet, so I, I don't blame you. <laughs> he goes. These feet are weathered. A lot of miles yeah, on them. Yeah, <laughs> don't blame you. Got some extra tread. Um, oh, so gosh. yeah, Tiffany, who's your favorite native? Oh no, no, rate us. You got to rate them. us one to three. Yeah, yeah, you got to rank us third. Start, start with third place. <laughs> I don't know. I can't do this. I'm under pressure. Nope. I actually genuinely equally like you all are the same. Mm-mm. Maybe Tito a little bit more just because right. I've known him a lot longer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's number one. Yeah, we know he's number one. The rock one. symbol. Like, you know. The bowls, the horns. I don't know. Maybe two because or Lyle, because I always talk to Lyle more and then Jeffrey three, but there's not, but that's not true because I like you all the same. Cause Tito gets annoying after yeah, no, 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 no one likes Tito. <laughs> Depends on the day. Yeah, no one likes Tito. <laughs> I get sick of Tito like like that one day he came comes rolling in the pit. And I'm like, really? Like you're gonna start off like that. And I'm like, it's Friday. <laughs> sick of what what day was this? What, was I wearing something? Was I wearing something? <laughs> Probably not. No, just your presence. <laughs> I just walked in and I was breathing, and you're like, "You can start today." Yeah. <laughs> I think I've got some random videos of of you guys though. From I think where we where were we at? Maybe Bark River. I don't know. It was when Tito like got his vest and stuff like that. By the way. That video you made, like that game day video, <laughs> pretty legit. Yeah. Dude, I was so hesitant of putting that up too because I was like, man, we just got done getting yelled at by Mike. Mike just told us not to make a big deal out of it. <laughs> <laughs> We're back at the trailer celebrating. Like a day. <laughs> yeah. We got steaks that night to celebrate. We did. We got like $20. We did. Or they were like $30 steaks a piece. Oh. <laughs> That's got, awesome. Then we got super high. Then we got super high. The generator is the loudest generator of all time. <laughs> I think I have a video interviewing you about that, Tito, when you got your vest. Uh, maybe I'll send it to you, you guys. Did. So you can I do see remember. It. I remember you interviewing him. Yeah. yeah. I remember that too. And then he never posted it because apparently I said something inappropriate. I don't think so. I think because we weren't supposed to make a big deal about it see? because of Mike. Oh. Oh, okay. Got it. Got it. Got but the it. time's passed, so maybe I'll up I'll upload it to Google Drive and send you guys a link. I don't know if the time I mean, has passed, but we'll I mean, people are calling for a thirty for thirty on this uh, quest <laughs> of the best. We're gonna we're gonna make merch. Quest of the best. Yeah, yeah. Did you say we're gonna make merch? Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh. uh. Uh, I'm out of questions, gentlemen. So if you've got any more, please feel free to. Nope, mm-hmm. nope, nope. Nope. Okay. I've got a well, question, though. Okay. For who? For Tito. Okay. Go, shoot. Okay. You ready, Tito? Mm-hmm. I'm ready. In one word, how are you feeling? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Blessed. <laughs> Perfect way. Oh, to end it. oh shit! God damn it! 
All righty, Tiffany, thank you. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day um, or night uh, to, to jump on with us and, and just kind of riffraff and talk and stuff. And, um, you know, I, at least, you know, I don't, I can't speak for Jeffrey, but I know for me and Lyle, we really appreciate you <laughs> and uh, you know, our guests that come on and, and um, you know, contribute to this. We say thank you so much. Of course. And um, I'll, I'll text Katie Osborne and see what she's doing just in case. So next time, if you guys want somebody more prolific. Yeah, yeah. Please do. give her my number. Give her my number. No. <laughs> give her my MySpace. Your <laughs> MySpace? Is she going to be in your top eight? I made her a Spotify playlist. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, it's our generation's mixtape. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> but no, well, thank you so much, Tiffany. Yeah, we appreciate, appreciate it. it. I hope you have a good night. It's awesome. All right. You guys have a wonderful time. And uh, if you need any more great life experience or life uh, stories to really push you, I got them for you. Motivation. We got you. All right, man. Yeah. All right. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Thanks. Bye. See ya. Oh damn! She just hung up. <sighs> I'm exhausted. She was inspirational. Yeah, though, dude, that man. was towards the end. They got me more. Like I'm ready to work work out. <laughs> Dog, I was like, facing yeah. out, like really kind of thinking about our future. And, <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm dreaming, but my eyes are open. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah. It's like I'm dreaming, but my eyes are open. God damn, <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, no, but that was that was awesome. No, that that was that was great. That was uh. No, I enjoyed that. Yeah, I enjoyed that. I got super hyped. So, are we gonna drop tonight or what? Uh, I still gotta eat. I boys. gotta eat too. I need to eat anything all day. And uh, I haven't eaten anything all day. I just starved myself. I've been starving myself all my life. <laughs> are you mocking me? Yeah, <laughs> mocking me. Ah, uh, I've been eating all day. So, no, I might. I might have to. Uh, might have to sit tonight out. I'm gonna grab. Well, something, something, and then tomorrow I'm playing uh, with Mark and Ryan, and then Thursday though I'll be on. I'm down to drive. Who are you playing with? Uh, Mark and Ryan. We're playing Deep Rock Galactic in JQ. He's like, look. <laughs> I know you ain't frozen. Stop fucking. <laughs> I'm gonna be on on Thursday. Thursday. We, we're busy tomorrow anyways. With what? Yeah. With Eric. Stop it. Oh, yeah. We are. Never mind. <laughs> we have plans. I might, uh, I might, <laughs> might, big might, maybe. Oh, maybe I'll work from home on Friday. Ooh. Ooh. Nine o'clock. 9 a.m. drop. Holy. Oh, uh, I even got my coffee down yeah, yet. Damn. Oh, come on. Uh, I'm damn. excited. I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so no, no. Having Tiffany on was good. I meant I chose Todd, and you just went off and you did not. I did you too. didn't even get back to me. You yeah, didn't even I did text too. me back. I was like Todd, unless I was like thinking no, it in my head. No, you definitely mm-hmm. did not text back. No, no, huh. we didn't. 
Weird. I, now I know how Mike Roth feels. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> that's that's why I didn't text you back until like two p.m. today because I'm like, this I know, guy. right? <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh, I was like, wonder where Tito's like. He's usually pretty, uh, pretty fast. Giving you a taste of your own medicine. Yeah. <laughs> I did, I did too. As soon as I came in, like I woke up and I looked at it. I was like, this son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm going to wait a long time before I text him back. You guys are like an old married couple. <laughs> <laughs> Just bitter and yeah. petty. Oh, uh, uh, God. You're still here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Christ, you're still here. Oh, man. Let me be happy for once. <laughs> no. no I don't even know what to eat, man. What do you eat this late? I don't uh, know. Eggs and spam. Ooh. <sighs> And cereal. That's yeah, but you guys are trying sums. to be. You guys are trying to be. No, healthy. today is out the door. I'm. I had a Red Bull. I had Culver's, and I had a healthy. I had a healthy breakfast. It started off healthy. I had a, a Greek yogurt and scrambled eggs, with a, a tall glass of cold water, and then it went downhill after that. Time is it? <laughs> Got some room temperature milk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, I don't know what I'll eat. Maybe I'll just make popcorn or something. Just call it a night. Mm, popcorn sounds good. Too. I might have a burger. Popcorn and um, some cod. Popcorn don't take long to cook. Mm-mm, mm-mm. You know him. He's going to make these plans. He's not even going to show up. Yeah, I know, right? I know he's not. Yeah. Know he's going <laughs> to fucking log on at like 1045. Yeah. Like, oh, sorry, bro. Yeah, that's how it is. He's going to be like, oh, we're going to grind at nine. We won't show up till yeah. 10. Hey, yeah, hey, hey. Bro, I had a, an update. Oh. Yeah. Well, then I have kids too, you fuckers. Whose kids? Whose kids? Maybe his kids? I mean, they're not mine. No. <laughs> <laughs> not my kids, but I have kids at the house. No. Oh, man, dude. Sometimes, you know, you'll see like you're out in the world and you're like, oh, like, you know, you see a nice moment between like a father and son or, you know, mom and daughter or whatever. And there's like a nice family interaction. And there are times where I'm like, man, like that would be, that'd be cool to like raise a little kid. But then there are times with like you and then like. <laughs> oh, he and with and you. <laughs> <laughs> really emphasized well, on it. Yeah. <laughs> well, they tell you everything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, uh, this is why I'm celibate. This is why I'm, I'm celibate for the yeah. past uh, eleven months. Yeah. So eleven months? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say that too. I was like, damn, that's how long. Said, half, we're make, half made you wait. We're making a special mm-hmm, trip. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's single, by the way. What? What? Breaking mm-hmm. news? Yes, yep. heard it here first. Exclusive. Yeah, exclusive. She's come, oh, come back end of April. Is she that's really? What she said last year. No, don't fucking, why you gotta, yeah, yeah, right? Sorry, my bad, my bad. I'm over here hyping him up, man. My bad. She's coming. Yeah, yeah. She's coming. The poison out, and you're like, "Mm, that's what she said last year. (laughs) 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 She's coming in more ways than one. (laughs) Oh, yes. I'll buy her a plane ticket this time. (laughs) He's like, I'll support you. We support you. I'll support you, brother. Can't wait. Mm-hmm. Can we meet her? Can't wait. Maybe I'll stop being so angry. Yeah. Can we meet her? No. Why? Because I know how you are. Mm-hmm. Who? You. Me? <laughs> you. Yeah. You in the red sweatshirt. How? How I am? Mm-hmm. How am I? Mm-hmm. 
Let's, you're gonna be like, oh, so this is the girl. You know what? I'm yeah. not even gonna say it. We're recording right now. I almost let something yeah. so bad out. Yeah. I like looked and I saw no, the red no, light. Just, and just, I was like, I just the way yeah. just the way you fucking said it, I'm like, oh yeah, that is me. Mike. So I'm gonna I'm gonna close this yeah, up so I can tell it. you what I think you would say. Perfect time. All right, all right. Sorry. So Tito after dark here no uh, yeah, yeah tito after dark so what you want to do is you're gonna wanna, you're gonna want to wet your thumb right mm, mm, right while while they're facing away and then you got to kind of like get a little in there and uh so this has been tito after dark presented by no presented um, by northwood blooms yeah. <laughs> you want three more kids and only get pregnant two times no yeah <laughs> Uh, use cold impulse show free shipping. <laughs> well, for real though, free shipping. Yeah, impulse show. Uh, and you get free shipping anywhere in the world. But uh, all right then. Well, that's uh Well, no, no. I wrapped up last week. You ditched us. I did not. You could have oh, left your okay. mother I, I in the car. You could have left my, her my, in the car. She was already out there for twenty minutes. What's my, another? I'm not gonna leave. What's her another, another twenty? What's another ten? Uh, my life. And you don't think my mom would have stabbed me making her way out there for 30 minutes. You know, she no, that's her. She, she threw a she knife knew. at me one time because she, I just, I joked with her a little bit. She knew <laughs> what we were doing. She would have stabbed me, dude. I'm telling you. <laughs> Not. I don't care. Yeah. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Denise, okay. Denise, you. I love you. Almost. Denise don't listen to this shit. <laughs> Denise don't listen to Denise, this shit. Denise, auntie. <laughs> Best auntie. Yeah. Best auntie. You could have waited 20 more minutes. No. (laughs) Got all selfish out there. Yeah. All right. But, Take us all right. No. Um, thank you, everybody, for li- listening to us, uh, Yammer on and uh, downloading the podcast. We really appreciate it. Um, we appreciate all the feedback that you guys are telling us and, and you know, who you potentially want on. And uh, we'll reach out to anybody and everybody that we can, and, and we'll try to fulfill your uh, wants and needs because that's what we do here at the Impulse Show. So, from Minneapolis, Wisconsin, Thank you, everybody. Uh, this is the Impulse Show. I'm Tito Labine, and uh, good night. Good night, peace. Good night. Good night. Bye. Go to sleep and good night. Go to sleep before I. This is how legends are.